Right. So you, so you just use the headers. So you write a little ACL says, hey, I'm looking for this header or this one or this one or this one or this one. And then you can route to different backends to support that. That makes sense. Does it? Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Hello and welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from increasingly tired and beardy validator teams, at least in my case. Uh, there's been a lot of culture going on this week. Yeah, a lot of culture, actually. Yeah, A lot of culture. Well, I mean, mainly from one third of the current trifecta although i suppose one one could assume that schultz is on vacation won't dox where um oh is he he's not coming might be more beach based than museum based but presumably some mm. some culture will be happening there as well so actually i guess half of the show has been engaging in culture while half of the show has engaged in uh, degeneracy presumably for the remaining uh, for for the seven days since since the last show, so yeah, um, nothing like uh, building a a new deck for twelve weeks of your life and then celebrating by leaving the house, <laughs> going on vacation. <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, remember, you're oh, still right. yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't like a reference to something else. No, it was literally. I was about to say that the, the, the light is very weird where you are, and then I've just realized that's probably sunrise, isn't it? Yeah, I've got the window open, and there's actually a ray of light directly in front of my face. So if I, like, put my face into it, I just get the fucking. It's, it already feels like, so it's August here, which is, like, supposedly summer, um, but in reality is like autumn. Um is it, it already is it, feels is it starting to cool a little bit. Oh, I mean, autumn's uh, August is, is usually yeah, fucked. Like, um, it's hot as shit here still. So, well, so like it's it's pretty different. Like the UK is not like a big country. I guess it's quite long, but it's not like massive. But if, in the south of England, like towards the coast, it's definitely the case that you get like a proper summer. That like August is summer. Yeah, and everywhere and like the further you go north up the country. By the time you're in Scotland, it's like 15 degrees, and you might get some sunshine. Really? No kidding. Yeah. So, yeah. What, so when is Scotland summer? Is it? It doesn't start any earlier, right? So it's a short. Midgy. It gets midgy in like yeah. May, April, May. Is my understanding. But so, um, I'm pretty sure. From what, so, so if you somebody maybe before we we'll get into Null's news corner in a second, but um, there is no news corner. There's somebody. Our, uh, yeah, we get well that that itself is news. <laughs> that itself is news, right? We'll talk about that. Yeah. So Please. somebody, somebody, somebody with better knowledge of Gaelic folklore can, um, like, uh, correct me on this one. But my understanding is that essentially two, um, two seasons in like traditional, um, I guess Gaelic Gaelic um, f- storytelling tradition, which is like winter and summer, and <clears throat> and my understanding is summer essentially begins on the first of May. Um, okay. And. But I'm not well versed enough to remember exactly when fucking winter begins. But so I know for a fact first, that, first that, of June. The I mean that's also why May Day in the UK. Like I guess uh-huh. do you guys have May Day in the U, in the US? We don't. Okay, so May Day is traditionally like the beginning of summer. It's like the big. It's like the end of the spring um, festivals. Although I suppose it's, it's considered a spring festival. Weirdly, although it's fucking obviously going into summer, given this fifth month, but. Anyway, Scotland basically has, as far as I can tell, as, uh, as well as the north of England, basically two two seasons. You're basically descending into winter or you're coming out of winter into summer. So you get a little 
chunk of summer, but then the rest of it's just you know, just yolo. Is that, yeah. is that another word for winter? Whatever, man. I, like I say, I it feels like a very, very distant, very, very distant time that I saw some sunshine in the south of France. So yolo. Um, is that a uh, is that an artifact shirt? This is uh, this is an artifact shirt. I do, obviously, I do like the rainbow. That looks really yeah, good. I think it was a pride, a pride month um, one, but it's very cool. I really like the color. Yeah, um, I like it too. I only really have t-shirts that have been given to me at conferences or right. bad t-shirts. Artifact even recognizing the the public, like, you know, hotness, the events, pride well, week. The zeitgeist. <laughs> the word you're looking for is zeitgeist. Oh, is it? Yes. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Good job, Artifact. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Merge Kings. Perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great T-shirt. Love the love the color. Don't have yep. any other T-shirts in this in this color. So wear this fucking T-shirt all the time. It's goes to show that Artifact are once again much better at branding and oh, and all of us. Yeah, for sure. Really, all of it. To be honest, um, we actually do have a point on this on the agenda for today but I, i'm aware that we have we have a new we have a you know however adherence to format um is required that's what we are so now take away the news the news is that our news researcher quit after one week did he quit or are we just do we just not receive our deliverable i uh, i believe that so this is a two-pronged attack i believe that a we didn't pay our invoice and b but it's not even we the end of the re- month. We received no deliverable. <laughs> it's not even the end of the month. What was the agreed upon? What was the agreed upon cadence of said coin? Well, there's no, there's no contract written. Oh so. well, then what the hell? Jeez, uh, short, so, well, short views on the on Ram the uh, angry. Maybe in anticipation, I can't find it. <laughs> in anticipation of the fact that we singularly failed to actually get our asses together on Dow Dow. You may notice the the title of this podcast. Uh, true, we are going by the end of ninety minutes. We can knock this on the head, lads. So, I, in true cosmos, Rama is here saying that we're wrong. But in true cosmos fashion, we should ignore all the facts and just continue down this diatribe of just him rugging us. A second, right? well, I mean, I'm I'm on the spreadsheet and I don't see shit in here. <laughs> we're, being, we're being called out. It's, it's like. Uh, we're, is there, I mean, is there a clone of the spreadsheet? It could be our moron. Is the I mean, agenda is... what he's referring to? Did, did one of you do that? No, but it, it says doesn't... also. I thought that was all shit that we had left over. Oh, wait, is he in the spreadsheet right now? I don't know. Has hmm. Rama... Fa- wait, is Harbor Protocol <laughs> hack, was that two weeks ago? Uh, which one? Was the Harbor Protocol hack two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I th- well, last week is last week, right? Because it has the friends.tech stuff that we talked about and, um, which is already fucked, right? That we, that's been, I'm sure he's got that in the, in the mysterious agenda that's not here. So, well, cause the, the so there, there are some points on, uh, the, the sheet for two weeks ago. So now I'm wondering whether Rama has actually delivered the news, um, no, right, in true, the day-to-day fashion, Peter, you've lost the news. Uh, it's actually... He's counted rather than counting one forward for the week after last week. He's counted one backward, but so it's not a failure of basic maths. But actually, in Australia, obviously being on the other side, being in the southern hemisphere, the spreadsheet moves backwards. 
Um, we well, had this so problem many well in the early days because we, in the Northern Hemisphere, see, we're on episode uh, 76, but in the Southern Hemisphere, they would be, you know, if strictly <laughs> speaking, <laughs> on episode 74, maybe, we know <laughs> to use the Northern Hemisphere um, classification. Um, maybe, another another theory is Rama wants us to go back down to one and then we end this fucking show. <laughs> I mean, that was, maybe yeah, that's what it is. The joke 75 be, and then you go 74 down to one and then at one, that's it. We're done. Well, I mean, but the, the joke would still be on the <laughs> listeners because that's still 18 months worth of content. That's true. But at, at, least there's end, at least there's an end in sight. Yeah, I mean... At least there's a defined nothing, ending. It's better than... I mean, what else can you do? In the words of Jeff Rosenstock, nothing's forever, dude. Um, <laughs> so, I, it's, it's, I really uh, like see, I called remembering them. one-liners from people that nobody will actually have any ref, frame reference for. So you can just say, oh, in the words of, and it's like, name. <laughs> just like, <laughs> ungoogleable random name. It's like, oh, what, my what, goodness. Who is that? that part's not important. But if you put the I, I your name... I see we're all clicking around the yeah in seventy four. So, so, right. so Armor, he didn't pick up on the whole friends that tech uh, Twitter logins to whatever got posted as a oh as yeah a gist, actually right? I've I've put that in my notes yeah you did yeah well so, I've I've bookmarked a uh, I have this little notes thing here with the with the uh, you know the notes app on Apple you know, I can just share shit to it well from your from Twitter yeah so I make like a little oh, wait, extra... you can share you can share it from Twitter. Share directly to notes, yeah, on the iPhone. Thanks, Apple, whoever's in charge of that these days. I just look at that. Technically called X. Can we just? No, we can't. X.com, they have now. Yeah, so Mummy Laura on Twitter has has made a a post regarding all all of the pitfalls of friend tech, and it has a graphic on there called not friend dot tech. So... Yeah. Flash. <laughs> uh, but the headline is uh, Unmasking the Truth Behind Friendtech, FT. FT mm-hmm. operates like a Ponzi scheme under the guise of a social experiment, capitalizing on the recklessness of influences. Buckle up. This is going to be a long one. And she goes through just a bunch of shit. Um, the first thing being that the founders uh, have launched other social experiments that don't really last very long. Um, on Twitter and Twitter-related things. So uh, the three projects that would be their two previous failed experiments in this project have a couple of things in common. They all call themselves social experiments. They all have a pyramid structure, and they are all operated for a short amount of time before being shut down. So that would be the, the previous two. But, yeah, there is um, – where is it? It's uh, – man, it's, it's hard to find, but – Obviously, there is the uh, privacy issues. I think last week we were saying, I forget what we had in the notes, but it was, you could log in via like social network, right? But is this the one that they, what they were asking for the mnemonic, like in the wallet or was that something else? No, it wasn't that the, um, it wasn't that the say airdrop. Oh yeah. You're no, no, no. It wasn't say airdrop. No, no, no. They weren't asking for it. Oh, actually, Desmos. Sure. Desmos. Oh, Desmos. That's right. Do you remember yeah. like, it was like a shit howl that never shipped. Yeah, well, that was a while ago, but I thought there was another one. I thought there was another one recently, and there was there was something else. But anyway, so so right. So it's always good that this research comes out after everybody puts in, you know, all their information to these fucking apps. Well, I never used it because I opened the page and it told me I had to connect to something, and then I was like, "Fuck this, right. I'm out." Yeah, yeah. 
And like, you know, what is it based on Ethereum? I don't know. It sounded like expensive fees. So. No, it's on base, right? It's on Coinbase. It's on Coinbase's base. base oh, base, right. Is it? Base yeah, chain. Okay. Base chain. Base chain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I opened up the, and it was like web only, uh, like mobile only. And I opened up the page and then it all seemed very difficult. And then I had other things to do. So, but, but the, the, so that was just the, they, she was just shitting on, or whoever that was, they were just shitting on the overall thing. But but I think what happened was that somehow somebody pulled something off where they ended up tying Twitter usernames down mm. to actual wallet addresses, which is like, I mean, it's a, it's a breach. It's not the most end of the world type of thing, but whatever. It's not like. Yeah, well, I think they know, pulled like the whole, the whole database. Like yeah, it was like 150,000 or something like that. Yeah. Which is, um, which is a significant number, by the way. But then the flip side of that is like most of these most of these networks that are currently working on chain, um, you know, you're already tying an identity to a wallet. So yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, especially like, especially like we're tying uh, IPF or IPNS and whatever else to a wallet, right? There's always like a couple of those. It's kind of it's kind of like um, oh yeah, shock yeah. revelation. It turns out this stuff was on the blockchain all along. There was one of those in Juno too, if I remember. Yeah, some fucking idiots that um, decided to be unprofitable by launching. Should 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 added it, should added the Twitter integration. They would have been there. Um, well, they changed their API, didn't they? Um, and start charging you for it, like again, oh, yeah. two weeks before we launched. So, like, if we had launched, well, if we'd launched earlier, we would have put in the integration and then got rugged by Twitter. So it wouldn't have fucking mattered. And yep, <sighs> yolo. So anyway, so can we can we agree to not pay Rama since you put it in the wrong tab? Is that good enough? Um, I'm pretty I'd sure it's twenty five percent. Probably wouldn't be in the spirit of things. I got to look after my ferret Aussies <laughs> fellow. <man. laughs> I'm kidding. All right, what else we got? Well, right, so, well time machine to seventy four. First on the list, we've got the uh, Harbor Protocol exploited for two hundred and fifty k of collateral. This would be their Comdex stablecoin, CMST. Uh, currently about 200,000 less collateral has been provided than CMST minted, 300K versus 500K minted. Uh, this is previously over-collateralized coin. Well, isn't anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, man. There's like a hack every day, right? There is, yeah. Although it's funny that- we, don't, we don't really see like... So Comdex is a... What's interestingly different about this is that Comdex is in the Cosmos ecosystem, and it's pretty rare that we see like actually an exploit in the Cosmos ecosystem. So I'd be wondering, I'd be interested to know what the actual details are behind this being exploited. If it was a you know a co- like a vulnerability somewhere, or one of those dumb ones where someone just gave out the admin key, <laughs> right? Or or there's a shared key that's sent somewhere, right? Yeah, that's so funny. I, like I can't even see. If you actually go to the har- like I see the tweet. The tweet is there. If I go to the actual Harbor Protocol Twitter account, I don't see that in the timeline. Is it because I'm a stupid fucking Did they get rid of like time-based timelines in Twitter completely? Is that gone? Is it now like is it now all about this stupid algorithm or whatever the fuck they're doing? I mean, I think uh, that's you, been the case for yeah. many years. No, well, you used to be able to switch you used to be able to switch back and forth, right? After Elon got it, did he did he remove the whole regular? I just want to see a fucking time-based timeline. Like, why do I? Sure it wasn't a time-based timeline. You had to do that in TweetDeck. Yeah, that's why tweet no, there deck, was. Scroll down no, the timeline. You could, but but in the actual Twitter account, you could. It was always like it always defaulted back, but you could always select it. It was a pain in the ass, but you could do it. 
So anyway, I can't I can't even find that tweet in the in their whole history here, which is crazy going back to September of last year. So did is was there was this like do they say why? I don't see the the follow up on this. Did they say it like it exploded. No, like, do they know how? It doesn't say. It just says um, from what we've gathered so far, the exploiters have used the following address to perform more actions. Are they? A, are they? Is this a contract that sits on Comdex? Is that what it is? Uh, oh wait, be. I'm sorry. Oh, I, oh, I had. I'm sorry. I was in a browser that wasn't logged in. That's why this was all fucked up. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I see. So they're they're lossing. They have a couple ad- addresses about about where this came from. Yeah, yeah. So this, you know, in the in the um, Harbor Protocol tweet, there is not a lot of information, but they say that they'll follow up with a, uh, you know, post mortem. Yeah. So yeah, or a, a detailed incident report. Dang it. So that what sucks. Did, what was the value? What did they say? Two hundred k. Did they? Is it already gone? Like they, it's out of the pools. And everything else, like they, or is it a value that they stole and just sitting around, or are they? It's already uh, flushed out. I guess they've sucked out the uh, the that collateral through. Nice. So what was it? They had the. Uh, so it was in St. Adam, Luna, and Raptmatic vaults. Ah, uh, I see. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Marmor says not probably also a contract. Two hundred fifty k. Like this is sounds big in a bear market money, isn't it? Like fucking definition of. Well, I mean, not compared to other ecos and other other. I mean, it's small in the grand scheme of things. You're right, but still, yeah, quarter million dollars. Like what the fuck? Well, I mean, fucking like, do you remember like when this podcast started? Fucking terror. Like, yeah, yeah. like UST. How much went up in smoke? That was billions. Yeah, for sure. That was that was. This would have been too if it wasn't for Terra. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, man. But those billions were <laughs> fuck you money. This is like fucking paying for uh, your noodles. Money. It's all related, man. It's all related. <laughs> it's almost like it's an ecosystem of shit coins, a cosmos almost. of shit coins. Almost. You're very, ne- you're very negative on coins these, these last few weeks, I got to say. You can't just um, say that. I'm all about Not everything's cash now. Even the, even the ones that aren't at zero. <laughs> um. <laughs> Even the I ones that because, do pay the bills because they are going to zero, like they're in not extra going money. to zero. They're they're it's up five percent today. Zero. Um, it's well, above a, I mean, it's above one, a magic number that we want it to be. These but, are okay. our beloved small caps you're talking about, sir. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is that after a year of losing money as a validator business, I think, like on a number of the assets that we validate. It is understandable to get a little bit crabby about um, some of the assets, perhaps not being. Um, hey, so a fun thing happened. We yeah. finally deactivated. It turned out we were running a passage validator that Congrats. I thought that we had um, deactivated <laughs> some time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck? It turned out um, it was just running like a zombie in a random account. Um, it, it wasn't in. Oh, it was it was indifferent. Maybe that was that sixteen bucks on AWS you got invoiced. Yeah, I mean, essentially, yeah, we had we had a zombie. We had because everything's segregated by by various different projects and whatnot. It was just in a different account, and we were paying for it because it was. But we have a corporate account. We pay via invoicing, right? Um, convoluted, but for smaller amounts of money, they can they just bill your card still. If if you don't pay it like within a period, this get oh we'll auto invoice it. Fuck it, and that been happening because you just get you get like a deluge of invoices in PDF form at the end of the month, and you go like oh, da, 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 and just just escape notice basically for a few months. And it turned out we'd just been paying a few bucks every month for the server, 
Um, so finally turned it off and then pager duty and everything goes totally mental. Um, and still actually haven't been able to silence all of the alerts because one of them has written, written badly. Um, we have like this absolute everything's fucked alert. Um, but the way it's written is really bad. And essentially the passage box going has dropped it below a threshold (laughs) and it's just, it's just erroring. And it's revealed that that alert was written wrong all along. Um, as well as a bunch of other alerts that just obviously went off when we turned this box off and had just been, again, just not triggering because um, I had wondered, to be fair, I thought, you know, I thought we had turned it off like months and months and months ago. But I was thinking, like, I don't remember disconnecting any of the data sources to our monitoring box. I don't remember turning off any of the alerts, but I'm not getting any alerts, so it's probably fine. The answer was it was still just just going away. Just so, signing, signing, signing. Trolling away in a corner, doing nothing. You, the big question is, is did you unbond your... No, uh, he's, got not, he's got nine bonded. 100% self-bond. You would you would show up really well in these validator ranking scenarios. Um, yeah, it didn't unbond because that would involve syncing. And anyway, they're doing a new chain, aren't they? Or some, I mean, who fucking cares, to be honest? <laughs> no, no, so they're... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I assume uh, they've relaunched the chain again. They did. But they had now, some. I missed an upgrade the, today. The funny thing is, is that what is? Did you say the upgrades today? It was today. Yeah, I, I got. An, I was in the car for four hours. And I got an alert that it was down. I actually, I thought I staged that, but I, I guess I, I, I. Then I realized it wasn't staged because they ran. I guess it was a non-breaking change at a block height. It was a non-breaking change at a block height, so they wanted the new version of the binary in the current folder, right? And so at that yeah. height. It would move forward, but anyone who was not in, I guess, who didn't have that binary basically stopped peering. And I couldn't, I couldn't actually. So my issue was that I got to the, I got to the upgrade height, quote unquote. Um, the binary would, it, it was peering, but it couldn't get actually move beyond that block, which is understandable. I upgraded the binary, but then I couldn't find, then it app hashed on every, every block on the, cause maybe it was the last block. I don't, I don't know who the fuck knows, but I couldn't actually get through it. So I ended up, I ended up actually pulling a snapshot and just getting it back going. So, but it was in the car for four hours and I'm looking at him like it's, and I was like, Oh shit. Cause I got the, cause my fucking yakety sacks went off. I told you this before, but my pager duty called numbers, yakety sacks. And so yakety sacks went off in the car and I was like, Oh fuck, what is this? And I was past it. I was like, Oh, it's fine. <laughs> like I could drive for four more hours. It's fine. It's no big deal. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So anyway, so I, when I got home, I, I, got, I had to fucking fix it. I think similar thing on monitoring is about to go off for Mars because I think we are literally bottom of the barrel, 75th in the Mars active set. Yeah. Not long left, lads. I'm going to drop. Well, we're going to we'll no drop pulled out. out. He pulled out, and then I got pulled in. This was last week. And I was in there for like two days. I'm like, somebody's going to take this over. So I'm not going to mess with it. Like, I was pulling keys. I was like, I don't want to be in this fucking thing. I don't even care. Like, and it, literally, I had, it was like $9 on the thing, right? Like, who gives a shit? So yeah. I let it go. And then somebody actually, somebody actually bonded above me. So that worked out. Yeah, somebody bonded above us as well. I mean, again, it's not much to bond above us. I don't know. Um, I don't know what twenty thousand odd Mars is worth now. Two hundred bucks, uh, uh, probably less than that. Seven bucks. I don't know what it is actually. I should. I should. Twenty thousand Mars. By the way, am I the only one that fucking hates Munscan two point I fucking no, hate this. We've already I covered this, this three separate episodes. <laughs> Maybe really? you were away that week where we bashed. I might have been. I I think it's a. I think it's fucking awful. Um, you can just go to dev.minscan.io. Uh, let's see. I think I, I honestly, I am such not a fan. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a, 
a horrible Just go back. to dev.minscan.io. You have uh, 4,400 Mars, which is... Fuck all. Uh, 228 bucks. Yeah, you're right. $225. Congrats. Bar mitzvah. Nice. <laughs> that server was on AWS for a while. At 5%? It can... was a R5A XL. That seems like a that seems like a bit R5 over five A XL. So for those of you AWS nerds, you're starting to do the maths in your head and you're thinking <laughs> that's, that's a lot of RAM for a chain that doesn't have many transactions. Well, yes, as it turns out. You're also thinking, ah, but Frey, hang on a minute. The thing that's really expensive, it's not necessarily the RAM, it's not necessarily, not necessarily the compute, it's the storage. How much storage no, is the egress, right? You're playing paying more in egress, aren't you? No. No, no, Network no. out, I thought was the most expensive thing that you would you would actually have. No, we do. It, it does cost, but um, much storage more is cheap, right? It's not that much. No, not on AWS because we're also not we're we're not like doing fucking uh, virtual boxes. We're doing attached hosts, um, SSD volumes in Elastic Block Store, snapshotted, backed up, archived to Glacier. Lots of in hindsight additional redundancy that was not needed for shit totally unnecessary yeah. yeah yeah like massive over engineering yeah. for yeah. three yeah. nines four nines five nines uptime for corporate clients that really care about for, this stuff for percentage um, of one for percentage of the change it doesn't really matter well because the right, thing so. is like actually it turns out that like obviously obviously um you any downtime you have is because of fuck ups wrangles borkage around upgrades it's not storage, right? It's not hard drives on the whole. You know, you're using SSDs, so you don't get magnetic disks failing and stuff in the same way that, like, I remember in the bad old days. So I don't know, spending a lot of money on that kind of stuff. So anyway, in conclusion, yeah, like spending, I, don't, I think I think the, the the drives on that were 500 gig. Um, yeah, EBS EBS blocks, possibly bigger, um, maybe a TV. Or one out. I mean, honestly, at at that, what happened? To my focus at that range for a whole year, you might be able to afford a Raspberry Pi to run it. Yep. So, I mean, this is also part of the grumpiness. I think is 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 you know you you're trying to you you like you like hey, they're not all winners. All right, where's our burn rate here? And you're like, ah, well, that passage box would be one of the. Uh, one of I, the I do need I do need to go back and I need to I need to take the access some stuff. I really do. Yeah. So. The, yes, funny thing, the funny thing, and why I was laughing my ass off at uh, shutting down Passage is that just today the email came out that active validators will get an airdrop of five, uh, 55,555 Passage. 55,555 package? Each? Pa- package, yeah, each. That's $2,800? Is that right? I don't know. What's a, that's, what, what's a, that's what it is at a nickel, but I guess when all those drop, it's not going to be a nickel anymore. What's a is a passage worth something? It was a nickel, wasn't it? Is that what I said? Yeah, it was five cents or something. When it goes on stream swap like <laughs> at the end of the week. Oh wait, what the fuck was that? Oh, I was talking about Mars. My bad. I was talking about fucking Mars. I think it was on five thousand five hundred and fifty-five PAS. Good. <laughs> and it gets it was on osmosis, so the, 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 the investors could liquidate previously. <laughs> no, did I imagine that? Passage will be listed on Osmosis. You're right. It's on stream. It's going to stream following shop. the launch. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just getting confused. Stream swap on AUG 29th. Have any of you guys done a stream swap, a stream swap yet? I keep missing them. They're pretty fucking Me too. brief. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. I tried it on. Was it not say it was? Oh, and in Power, I tried it, and also on Quasar. I could. I, I literally, I missed the. I missed the fucking boat. And what was, like the, what was the stream swap? Like, I feel, I feel like the OmniFlex one happened while I was asleep. Uh, stream swap is like it's the new hotness when it comes to um, price discovery. So instead of like just you know the the old um, can't remember what they called the old mechanism the where you. Basically, they they have a big pool of tokens and just buy them out of the pool. And the more you buy, the more the price goes up or down, up. And then, but it sort of also had a time varying curve to it as well. Uh, Whereas stream swap is you all basically pull your your money into the stream swap and you don't get the token straight away. But there is still like a price varying mechanism based on time, I think. This sounds um, then, like exactly the kind of DeFi shit that you love and that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to use it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean you're basically, you're basic, is, I thought it was kind of like you were pledging one token to help define the liquidity pools up front, right? You, you, so they'll do like, a, you know, they'll, they'll, they can do it against a different token like Adam or, but you're not defining the pool. Like it doesn't, all oh, of the fund oh, raised okay. just go straight to whoever the fuck put all the, the tokens in the pool to begin oh, okay. with. Okay. So it's like a one sided pool and people buy tokens out of it essentially right. um, over a period of time. And then, but I'm so I'm not sure. I think at the end of it, everybody gets the tokens at the same value, but you put money into it over time and right. that sort of determines the, the end value. But, um, that's an interesting mechanism. It's it, it's to, busy though. Like like to your point. Like I, I it, within minutes it's done. Right. Like they get to the they get to that that I guess it's a volume target. Right. They're trying to get to in terms of number of locked and and that's it. It's gone. Well, I thought it was a well, time target. Bids, right. In that case, so people are just bidding on the asset, and then averaging, then shipping. No, like it. Yeah, you know, it's say curve, probably, but so say they put a, a million tokens in there, right? Of token X, mm-hmm. then. And then set the, the time period at an hour. If in an hour someone only puts in like one USDC and no one else puts anything in, then I'm pretty sure the one person gets the million tokens for one USDC. Uh, I see. Yeah. If two people put in a USDC each, then, you know, they get 500,000 tokens for one USDC each. You're right. Like some of these, like Quasar Adam was 12 hours, Quasar Osmo was 12 hours, Flix was both like Flix Osmo was an hour and so was Empower Osmo was an hour. And they were like, they were gone like five minutes, right? Which I guess is the, the volume or, or, or no, it's not, it's, so you're saying your point is that it's open for the hour. So the more that yeah. goes in there, it just gets split. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so it's, the just, price it's just determined timing. by the total amount of like collateral. It's put, no, well, the total I amount you. of, um, you know, um, token two that's put in. Oh, there's a stream swap telegram bot. How degen is that? I'm in. Give me in there, yo. Let's get so, this see on the go. Anyway, the, the next on the list from uh, <laughs> our, our news researcher, Rama. Um, not, so, not range. That's, not, oh, this not is one we, both the, uh, we haven't we haven't really talked about this before, other than briefly mentioned it and then just cringed and walked away. Um, but this is the UI that we were talking about. Everyone was sort of tweeting about a little bit on Twitter a while ago um, where you can put in like an address, uh, a Cosmos address. I think that they've only got a limited number of um, networks at the moment. 
you got uh, Osmosis, Cosmos Hub, and Celestia Testnet. Um, and basically, you you enter. Well, it's got a couple of different functions, but the the one that everyone's talking about is is the trail, and it creates like a map um, of transfer addresses in and transfer addresses out of a particular account um, in the IBC multi-chain world. So you can see like, you know, if you say there's an Osmosis account that uh, someone uses for uh, just general transactions, but you can see like, all right, so they're sending in tokens from Axelar and and Juno and Chihuahua from Mm -hmm. these other particular addresses and then you can, you know, Click who on those built, ones, see where they're built, getting them. Who built this? You know, I don't know. It's called Range. Uh, I don't know who has made yeah, it's, it. It's Range Security at Twitter. This looks like Todd built something like this too, right? Remember, remember, uh, blockchain built. Um, if this he, was you, Todd, fuck you. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> um, no, I remember he built he built the same type of tool, but I forget he built it in like an app. It was like a specific. I forget what it was. It was like an analytics app, but basically allowed him to be able to show a. Um, he, his was more about the branching aspect of things. Like I started a wallet and I look at, I look at transactions between different wallets. I could trail things back. I think he he kind of brought that out when we were going through the prop 16 bullshit. Joppy Um, did it in a spreadsheet as well. And then just did it in a spreadsheet. That's right. And then, and then, and then Todd had like this, I I forget what the app is. I could, he'll, if he's watching it, he'll probably tell us, but, um, it was like a pretty cool thing where he basically brought a bunch of data and it just kind of, it built the visual around where things were going from X to Y to Z. So this is kind of the same idea, right? It's basically a, a trail of transactions across accounts to be able to tie ownership or tra- or maybe not ownership, but at least tie some sort of relationship between different types of wallets. I was at a meetup the other week or like a talk and um, <clears throat> one of the people that was talking was just like some salesperson effectively from one of these on-chain analytics. Chain analytics, you know, they've all got crap names. Um, companies, and they're like, I know what you're thinking, um, this is terrible for privacy. Well, we're a member of the like insert bullshit privacy alliance certification here. And so uh, we actually care. We spend 20% of our dev time working on privacy related uh, initiatives. And you're just like, great, go fuck yourself. Um, what do you want a fucking gold star? Fuck off. Like, what is the purpose of what you're doing? It's you just fucking wanking off to make a few bucks from like scared people that want to comply with aml like it's just fucking garbage um you know yeah, so the fucking uh, half of london's owned by fucking russian oligarchs and and like you know saudi princes that like cutting up people that disagree with them like do you really think that the like the blockchain is the fucking you know the real money laundering is happening elsewhere lads and the air cover for it is at a political and institutional level let's be real although speaking of air cover and speaking of oligarchs and speaking of people who like to launder money um as of a couple of hours ago i believe prigozhin has had a a sudden engine failure courtesy of the russian state and is now an ex-dissident of the russian regime so um you know In the words of Omar from they The Wire, him. in the words of Omar from The Wire, if you come at the king, you best not miss. Yeah, okay. In the words of Bill Clinton, no. Who's that? Who's the little guy with the gray hair? Who was the president? We got him. George Bush? <laughs> yeah. It was Junior. a bomb that it was a bomb that we got him. Okay, yeah. 
Mission because it was Osama bin Laden, and then Obama was like, "Oh, Obama him. was the one who said we got him." Yeah, we got that, him. That was the one. That, oh, was it Obama? Yeah, it was yeah, Obama. Got when they went into the compound, that was Obama. But like George was standing on the fucking mission accomplished with the. Yeah, he was like the you know we're done. He was like I finished what my daddy couldn't. Pew pew pew. With the AK forty sevens, I did Katie's bidding. Pew pew pew. Uh, meanwhile, Dick Cheney shooting somebody, and then that person's apologizing to Dick, Dick Cheney. You know, um, Rama's hey, so- all over this range Twitter account. One, are- I don't like I don't like teams like this that have a product they joined eight months ago that have no path to profitability and no team page. Are we still talking about Prigozhin's plane being shot down? Because I'm confused. No, I'm back on no, range. Back on range. Was back on crypto. Bargainer group. I'm not a big has, fan. Of, has like, a who is this? And it's it's providing mercenaries to um, unstable African regimes, and then acquiring their mineral wealth, and then laundering that money through the city of London. Um, it's really effective, actually, as a profit generating engine. Wagner Group, yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of South African business going on there. Oh. Executive, well, you know, like one of the most successful private military um, firms of all time was Executive Outcomes, which was the, it was basically the South African special forces that were in the bush wars in like Angola and stuff. And then after the end of apartheid, a lot of the military got reformed and they just went, well, we'll just go be a massive paramilitary force all over, um, you know, Africa and get loads of mineral wealth. And they did that. And, um, well, well, I mean, yeah, that's what Wagner, Wagner, Wagner's doing. So they they go and help governments in coups. They go and they go and step in with governments in coups and protect assets from being, you know, taken by the people, and uh, and then get contracts with the coup government, and then <clears throat> and then sometimes topple that government if there's a better offer. If um, money's good, yeah. Why not? As long as you get to keep the resource, right? Yeah, I mean, it's basically the plot line of uh, Mount Gear 4-ish. I mean, Hideo Kojima once again predicting that life will be stranger than a Hideo Kojima game. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I really recommend, if you're interested in the history of private military organizations, the the book Corporate Warriors by P.W. Singer, I've recommended on this podcast before, genuinely fascinating, was written at the end of the 90s, pre-9-11, and literally every single thing in it came true. <laughs> it's just like, hey, if we see these trends continue, a load of things are going to happen about in geopolitics that are going to be really complex. And like, literally, all of them happen. It's you're just like, oh, yeah, I guess he did his research. Uh. <laughs> all right, so back on uh, range. Um, so one last thing I'll mention on range: some of these things that are on here is I would never use. Uh, oh, so right. although yeah. the alerting looks uh, pretty handy. So there's things in the alerting where you can set alerts for state change of a contract, which you is in. like pretty interesting. Yeah, I signed in. They've got my details now. <laughs> Your deets. My deets. They can, uh, deets. They can, they can, they can <laughs> now email me at uh, uh, Knows blockchain. At Big Balls blockchain. Dot Google. Mm. Dick Knows blockchain. Um, anyway. org. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's enough on, uh, that's enough on range. Oh, so uh, I, I called that Rama before. So he was actually pulling up the, uh, the wall that came out from that Comdex ex- exploit that we were talking about an hour and a half ago. 
Um, so he was pulling the details of the age of that wallet, which was Osmos wallet, and then came basically unwrapped through secret and what came through there as well as XLR. That's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, it's good. I guess it's good from an exploit perspective. From a from a general, hey, let's go figure out who the fuck's got what. I kind of don't like it, but you know, it is what it is. That was range. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There, I, I'll put a link in. The, I have a here. I'm not capturing links for shit because you know, typical. But I'll I'll try to put. I have a link in the show notes to Rammer's tweet related to the Osmos wallet associated to um to this uh, Comdex exploit that we were talking about before, or, or Harbor exploit, I should say, not Comdex. So uh, the next item of news is the Neutron Eats Duality and uh, Adam Maxis are not pleased is the headline here. Um, so I haven't read ahead on this one. I did I did see it in Twitter, um, but I haven't read ahead in, uh, you know, the explanation in the spreadsheet because I didn't know where it was. So I couldn't do that when I got up at 4 o'clock this morning to uh, Discord. As uh, Sir as put it, as, as usually do. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, right. oh, it's Ben Davis Dow. on on the panel. Is that a is that a, a is that a um Adam Dow? Well, for folks who are listening, Ben Davis said we funded range in our last batch. I think it's Osmosis. Okay, I thought it was I thought it was Adam. It was Cosmos the a, the AA Dow thing? The Adam Accelerator. Atom Accelerator, isn't it? It is Adam uh, Accelerator, right? Is it okay, Ben? Can we get paid? <laughs> can we get a donation to the DAO? The idea is laughing. Uh, a DAO, yeah. Uh, All right, so a DAO funded funded part of range. Oh, that's cool. All right, I mean, it looks like a good tool. I it'd be interested stuff like that. It'd be it'd be nice to know who's behind it, and you know, like what's the uh, what's the uh, uh, what's the long term? Uh, to answer your question about can we get paid, Ben Davis says for this question mark. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> hey man, we provide a valuable uh, service at Wednesday night. So, so, so this, so in that tweet, it said that this was the first acquisition. Well, this says Cosmos Protocol merger. How do you, yeah, want, so how do you want to say it? Uh, is this the first acquisition or merger in the Cosmos? That seems. Well, let me go on the. Wow, I mean, I don't know. Hang on. Whatever. Let me let me yeah. go on the full the full uh, blurb here. So uh, Neutron and Duality have proposed a merger of the two protocols onto Neutron. This would mean the features of Duality will be implemented on Neutron, enabling synergies between Neutron, Duality, and Astroport LPs to bring more value to Neutron and fees to the Cosmos hub. Adam Maxis are seething, as this means they only get 25% of fees instead of the previously announced 100% from Duality's initial proposal. So Adam gets fucked again. <laughs> uh, love I'm it. supposed to laugh when you say that. Hey, I don't have any Adam, so I'm good. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've never held Adam. Like, Me either. Everyone in this fucking ecosystem thing. is an I, Adam. Actually, I'm just like, they do nothing. I, was, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't early enough for it. I just didn't, I, I didn't get it when I joined. I'm so. like, give me that sweet shit coin, son stupidly cashed out a load of Juno when Juno was higher than Atom into Atom. Wait, is it this way around? Wait, which way did you do it? Yeah, when Juno was higher than Atom, I cashed out Juno into Atom, but Atom was doing really well anyway, so it wasn't like a big right. game play. And then obviously Juno went even higher, and I was like, oh, bollocks, should have kept it there and then sold it. 
and then both crashed and it just tanked the value because we held it too long and it ended up being we and we had to pay tax obviously on the the juno that we held and then when you do the trade it's a forex trade so you pay t- you there's a taxable event um so we we locked in that price to to pay the tax on um the atom when it was super valuable and then when we had to sell the atom to pay the tax bill on the trade the atom sale like covered the tax bill <laughs> it was like nothing left or something like that it was amazing um i really was- think you need to like get a worse accountant <laughs> you know there probably is an element of truth Some, to this someone who maybe doesn't of, understand the law quite on. as well yeah someone who's like a little less like a little plausible deniability in- situation <laughs> going on right you need like i don't know how that works let's just go with this Who's less detail oriented, but exactly. has very good insurance? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Got who's well intentioned? Bit of a YOLO attitude, you know. Who ha- who has the paperwork? Right, has the certifications. Well intentioned, maybe not so much upstairs. Yeah, maybe just like you know, kind <laughs> just, of like just a really people go like, but he's a really nice guy. He's a great someone guy. who Absolutely. someone who only understands the concept of cash basis. <laughs> exactly. Look, if. If I only understood the call, if 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 you could just do all the stuff on cash basis, I mean, yeah, that would Hello. be good. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I just move, move to the US about that. Come on, maybe better. Really, um, the days are longer. It doesn't turn into fall in August. Come, come yeah. on over. So come it's, on over. Cash based accounting. It's we we have you, a baby. range of like between the three of us. We have like the full range of um, strategies. It's like. SERP is just full cash basis. I'm like cash basis plus like a trading stock type of thing, which kind of. I, I would rather have what you have, to be honest. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, you got the same as me? No, I would rather have what you like. Your that option that you run, I think, is pretty good. I'm not sure if that works here, but. And then Dr. Frey is just fucking full just, compliance with the most just, bullshit part of the law. <laughs> <laughs> Paying tax on every tea bag and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've, so I've, you spammed, that I've spammed, bag I've when the it was worth 12 free. cents, but you drank <laughs> it when it was worth 13 cents. So you own a fifth of a penny, you cunt. You can't. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, yeah. So, okay. So obviously the company has paid shitloads of tax, you know, yellow, whatever. But I think even possibly, possibly because I don't really trade crypto and I don't really get paid in crypto. Um, because you know, work for this company. Um, I think actually, just because of the sheer cost of having a baby in any other country, and the fact that you, you, it costs you nothing here, I think personally, I am quids in for the last like two tax years, like all the prenatal care plus postnatal care plus you know surgery, a bunch of other shit that's gone down. Um. Yeah, I think we must be seriously quids in on that. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, right? Um, Although the reality is in this country right now, if you're paying taxes, you're actually paying taxes for Starbucks and Amazon to not pay fucking tax and the government to, you know, plug the hole of Brexit where they fuck the economy. So, you know, there's actually no point in paying taxes because the NHS isn't going to get the money. It's going to go to fucking six-toed pony fucking aristocrats bad decisions you know paying off the bill on that so fucking great one cheers everybody 
Um, yeah, like I definitely feel like I could do better with my tax money than what the government can. The only thing is, is that like, you know, to effectively like help the country in, uh, you know, in some sort of capacity by through, you know, public goods, which is kind of what tax is for, like I would have to go and form a coalition with all of my neighbours or something to all, you know, you know, form a, a local DAO. So form like, like, so form like a real life Jesus Christ. Yeah. which I think we throw call in coin to like you know fucking fill the potholes and shit. It'd be kind <laughs> of annoying. It sounds time consuming. I'd rather oh, pay the government. Yeah, very quickly like, you end up with kind of anarcho syndicalism, and then you end up with the government, and then you're like, well, we're back to square one. The the universe brain play is probably actually to just go into politics and then. You become the house, right? House always wins. Just become a house. Or launch a chain. Or launch a chain. And then you go directly to prison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just speed run going to prison. Um, <laughs> that That is actually one of those things that was, in this country anyway, boys would be boys. Very boys would be boys. Um, until about a few months ago. And we mentioned on the podcast last week, there's a regulation change happening in the UK. My understanding is that that would mean um as of the 3rd of october uh it's no longer boys be boys it's pay the 20 10 000 pounds to be regulated plus do all your paperwork or you go to prison for two years so i think it has for, literally become for what to prison. for launching a secure like a some sort of security type of structure on a blockchain crucially marketing actually i think is where they get you what oh, marketing for for what for investment, so you represent the asset. I think it's the representation, like the marketing of the asset. Which, bear in mind, I my understanding. I'm not a lawyer. Go and get a lawyer, regulation lawyer, if you are in the UK and then you think this affects you. Um, I think the definition for marketing is quite broad. Like, if you're like, I am launching a chain, that could be construed as marketing. That's my understanding. If you say it publicly, um, <clears throat> so who knows? Fuck it. Um, this this I'll put a link. NFTs in the notes. aren't covered though. NFTs aren't covered. Mint all the NFTs you fucking like. I'm not a lawyer. Definitely double check that before you start an NFT project in the UK. Because I'm, I'm gonna hold a comment on that. Uh, this draft I'll I'll, I'll uh, link a show notes of this duality protocol merger document or forum. I guess on the neutron.org forums. Uh, this thing reads like a fucking. This is a three legged race situation. There was a. Uh, uh, Dan Lyons, who was a reporter in the U.S., uh, famously back in the early 2000s, started a blog where it was called Fake Steve Jobs. Have you guys heard about this? This might be before your time a little bit. Uh, but there was a when Steve came back to Apple and it was like kind of the early days of the iPod and like the growth and like whatever. He started this Fake Steve Jobs uh, um, blog, which is hilarious, like just kind of like fuck all this and blah, blah, blah. I'm on a mission, all this type of stuff. And he wrote, there's this famous article, I'll link it as well, which I think is still on the web actually, um, around this three leg of the race when when I think Microsoft was talking about buying, I think when they were talking about buying BlackBerry. Um, so back in the early days when when the after iPhone was taking off and BlackBerry was getting crushed and Microsoft had no fucking idea what was going on. Balmer was shitting on the iPhone about not having keys and all this type of stuff, right? In the early like 2007, 2008 days. And uh, and then there was a there was a rumor that Microsoft I think was going to buy BlackBerry or no no I'm sorry it was it was Microsoft was going to buy that's right Balmer was they were going to buy Yahoo that's right that's what it was it was going to buy Yahoo because they had no like sh- internet structure and they were like worried about like all this type of 
stuff related to uh, email accounts and all those type of things. And uh, there's a great three-legged. He, and so Dan Lyons, as posting as like a fake Steve Jobs, wrote this type of thing around when two losers get together and when they're getting beaten by somebody else, or they're getting beat by the market, or they're getting beat by a third party or a competitor. They start they start buying each other to try to like whatever. And it's called like the like the three-legged race, where like you tie this other shit to you, and you keep tying more shit to you because you're just pushing off the inevitable that there's no value here, but you keep buying things to be able to show the sh- shareholders and f- show other people that there's something, Hey, there's something here. Like we're doing shit. Like, look at us. Like we're making some case. And this duality proposal reads 100% like a three legged race. Like it totally, it totally has that same type of like tone to it. So anyway, it looks Every so time I hear duality, I just think slipknot. I can't, I literally can't. Is that an album? I don't know. Slipknot very well. It's, it, there weren't my thing growing up, but like, yeah, you, you know, you, you hit a certain age and you're just like, sometimes I want to go to a metal night at a club and just get pissed and, and just listen to loud guitar music, right? And you, and you yeah. have to lower your standards a bit because it has to be mainstream enough that everybody who owns a black t-shirt in the metropolitan area you live closest to will recognize that song immediately so it's like you know it's to be fair actually i was about to say it's like fucking chop suey by system of doubt but actually that's a fucking smashing song massive banger but it has to be like that like you know so there's you know slipknot is kind of par for the course as soon as you hit that kind of um you know you, you go to one of those nights you a few times a year or go to the the silent disco at a festival where they're playing where there's a rock channel you know again that's a, this is really niche. I, I feel like I've alienated both of you with the idea of going to a go to a rock night. Just says something I kind of I kind of turned to out fucking out. silent disco at a festival. It's just like number one the festival part, number two the silent disco part. It's just it's just like a the saying it chief is what I saw. Nell's got really nice light. You have nice light on you right now. Golden hour, like baby. Late morning. It's it's like early golden hour. Yeah, it's like a reflection of light off some dirty tiles yeah. hitting a dirty window, <laughs> bouncing kinda, off a dirty You kind of ruined it there, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. let's just, let's just pre- <laughs> it's really are, we done with, are we done with the news? Is that it? It's crazy so, there's yeah, a couple other bits and pieces that- all this. Uh, yeah, well, fuck all this. But so um, I gather, because we've, so we've been trying to uh, obviously pay our invoices this week as a DAO, because we're a DAO, DAO, DAO now. We are gay, 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 O N G O N, G O N Dow, Gonad, Gonad Dow, Gonad Dow, Gonad Dow, Gonad Dow. Yeah, exactly, Gonad Dow. I've been saying it. Just gonna say it very quickly. We've been trying to pay our invoices and having admittedly, well, we've we've got our multi-chain account set up on Osmosis now, so we can try and actually get some stable coins into our DAO in order to actually I think we have seven days until that happens but no no I executed it during the show wait oh you did execute it boom how the fuck did you do that just I am I see into the matrix I am to do it oh Uh, we do have an Osmo address oh we have an oh it's Axel USDC all right wait does this mean I have to use Axelar or at least Something else that turns into Axel. So it's USDC on Juno. Yeah, yeah. But it's USDC on Juno. Where the fuck does that come from then? And then, but it's Axel USDC on Osmosis? I understand. Here's the situation. Okay. Here's the situation. Either way. Right. In 
I don't know how business accounts work in the States, right? <laughs> but in the UK, right, you get an app on your phone and you can just send international payments as a business from your phone. You just get their IBAN number, you send it. It takes about two minutes, right? And then it gets automatically sent in the bank feed to my accountants, to the company accountants, right? Fuck that. We- let's, let's do it the Web3 way. We have to right, wait a week. So, so this entire process, I am just like, if somebody can provide even a one-liner invoice, <laughs> it can be done within 10 minutes. And then all I have to do as 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 the CTO of a very small company, God, it's ridiculous when you, you're like, you know, you know, when you have an early career thing where you go and interview for a job and you're like, this job title sounds really senior. I don't know why uh-huh. this job title sounds so senior. And you find out there's like three technical people in the entire company. And every and they're just like, yeah, holy fuck, this place is fucked. <laughs> and you're like, that's why they're interviewing a senior engineer and they don't know what that is. Anyway, whatever. You just have to do go do like the clearance of the payments at the end of the month. So the whole process is probably four to five minutes worth of work, right, to send a swift payment. So already the USDC and Dow thing is a little bit of overhead in order to do a payment, I would say. But it is the future, so we're going to do it. We're going to do, do it. We believe. In the glorious Dow future, I don't um, know how the fuck to do it. I, 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 I honestly have no don't idea what's going on. So we have, so <laughs> there's an Axel, so we have an Osmo address. That Osmo address is the, is the address of the Dow, right? Okay, that makes sense. So I have a deposit. So there's a deposit oh. UI to be able to deposit Axel USDC, but I'm I'm adding myself as the. I guess this makes sense actually. So I'm adding myself as my yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I'm joining from that. Oh, so if I get actual USDC on this address, I should be able to send it. Okay. The real pain in the ass is that you have to send it to the other address. Is the fucking. But how does well? We I would I would use a de- I would use a deposit. I would use a token deposit from the web page, right? Like you I, can't use the deposit. Like you you, you have like I'm sure you can send it to the address directly, but using the deposit on the page, it looks like it actually has to be in your account. That is correct. Your account yeah. that's on I mean, the down. Like, why can't it just be whatever the fucking wallet is that you've got opening Kepler at the because time? Because it, it wouldn't know who to assign it to, right? Because I assume. Why does it have I, to assign it to someone? It's, it goes into the DAO. It's not nulls coins in the DAO. It's you, the you're, DAO probably, you're probably right. It probably doesn't matter. You're probably it right. It, just, doesn't, it probably doesn't matter. Abstract that away. Abstraction. Throw a grand the in there and see what happens. The, the 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 bigger issue is I don't have a thousand dollars on any, anything related to Cosmos. I was but thinking that as well. Like as a company, we is either state or every issue is in you know currency <laughs> that we can pay because Jeff Bezos does not fucking accept Juno. How is that? Um, that's unbelievable. I know. Wait, how much do we, the fuck are we? Who's Jimmy Smallballs? How much do we need that's to put it's in? You isn't it? No, it's not me. <laughs> it you has have to, to be ask you. who Jimmy Smallballs Dude, is. it fucking has to be because I know you're Jimmy Smallballs. It must be Schultzy. No, no, I no, no, because Schultzy, I, I, I wasn't sure who it was, and then I, I saw Jimmy Smallballs vote on the. Oh, you're right. No, no, Jim, no, the non-Jimmy Smallballs voted on the on the on the proposal, which I thought was Schultzy, which means the only one that left was you. Are you sure it's not <laughs> who's Jimmy Smallballs? Look, I don't see the osmosis address in the treasury anymore. This is all very I do. hard. I do. Oh, okay, it's back. All right, I'm just going to copy that address. Here we go. I'm going to send a dollar and see what happens. Let's do so, something. How much were we putting in into the? Uh, eight twenty-five. 
USD. 825. Yeah. 825 USD. Correct. Yeah. Which is which is so everybody listening uh back later, the title of this podcast was Game of Notes Pay Their Invoices. It should have been We are We're Game pay of invoices. Notes, pay their invoices or your money back. Because it should we, have been we, we advertise Game content, of Notes, we deliver that content, right? <laughs> We're not like one of these bullshit projects that just endlessly okay <laughs> granted let's not talk about the t-shirts and the merch we okay, did say we're gonna pay this not, a week ago we do not talk about the game of nodes merch i thought we were making a go more tidy t-shirt that didn't happen <laughs> okay so that was relatively painless and it has come up as a usdc not an axolar usdc so i don't know how that how how all that works, oh what the but- fuck Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, it showed us another. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so that wasn't the only tokens that could be deposited there. It just So, so did you just buy them on osmosis and then send them to the DAO? I already had some in the King Nodes treasury. Uh, so that is... So, okay. All right, cool. All right, I just got to figure out where I'm going to pull a grant from. But so it to get money into... How do you get money into crypto? Um you don't. You only take money away from crypto. Well, That's yeah, rule number the, one. In the event that you need to pay an eight hundred twenty-five dollar bill, and you need eight hundred, <laughs> I not. I mean, we could we could unbond some of our validators, and it wouldn't add up to eight hundred twenty-five dollars. So, <laughs> um, oh, so that's USDC and Ethereum. Kraken, like, could you? Can you? You could buy Cosmos. Sorry, buy Atom on Kraken, send it to Osmosis, and then that's probably the easiest way, isn't it? Um. That's so weird that it showed up as USDC because it has to be actual USDC, right? Does it? Isn't there native USDC floating around now? Is that through? Is that through? Um, not through Neutron, through the other one, right? Look, maybe, maybe no. they've just yeah. maybe in the map for the for the denoms they've just fucked it up. I don't know. No, because on Osmosis, actually, I I see USDC. I I see USDC. Th- USDC slash Ethereum. I don't see actually USDC anymore in this list, which do, is really weird. Do Osmosis use a different USDC? Well, maybe maybe now it's native. <clears throat> is, but, but, wait, wait, what the fuck does native mean in this context? Well, uh, what the fuck is it? What chain? Um, <laughs> like, like, like natively issued. Is native. Natively issued. Natively From issued through what USDC. Why can't I think of what the fuck are we talking about? What chain are we talking about here? <laughs> so Noble. there's native there's native USDC all over the place, right? On a bunch of different networks. And that is just issued and redeemable all right. by so circle. Robert, Robert and Ben say it, it's all you actually USDC. It's just abstracted the bridge away. So basically it's USDC, regardless of what bridge is involved within that. Well, why does it say <laughs> Ben is just for fuck's sake, I hate you. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> there's an easy solution right the whole okay so you're in the uk band listen i can tell you the whole of the thick of it is back on bbc iplayer there's an easy solution you can turn off this podcast and go watch the rise of the nutters episode <laughs> or spinners and losers classic classic one two two of the finest pieces of british comedy ever written on bbc iplayer free to all british residents or anybody with a vpn so to be honest, this is the best this is the best Gimino's comment we've ever had. <laughs> it's very relatable, actually. It's it very, even as a panelist, it's, 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 it's good. incredibly um uh, relatable. So I feel like Ben Davis has a punching bag in his viewing room 
uh, with like the little viewing logo. Room. He has a whole uh, viewing room. Just viewing just room for a game of notes on a Wednesday evening. Yeah, he's got the logo for uh, Game of Nodes on his – it's stitched, intricately stitched into his punching bag. Just, Fuck <laughs> you idiots. You know, as an aside, we should actually put more than $825 into the DAO and we should actually yeah, print we T-shirts. We should print the T-shirts. It's too late. It's too late. I've fucking no, – I've done it. Okay, if I, well, I screw that up. Um, I'm uh, practically bankrupt years. now, so – Yeah, I mean, that's, that's all the luck. I see in the next two years. <laughs> Um, so it doesn't show who it doesn't show where that came from, there, right? It does not. But so, I can send it. Oh, okay. So I can send it for anywhere, though. All right. Related, right. related to this, uh, in a final piece of news, um, the Dada UI is going to go open source again. Why? Why? Oh, fuck well, me. I thought you might have some thoughts on why? whether or not that was a good idea. <laughs> why? 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 Why is it going open source? Why? Um, my understanding is um, because obviously they already open sourced it in the past. So there are some old versions floating around okay. and one, they want to get more contributors and it's easier when it's open source and especially to patch minor, minor issues and stuff. And two to grow after grant funding from other chains. So uh, what are they called neutron already used out out, right? They've got all the contracts and there's that one on Terra, which is also a doubt clone, isn't it? Um, I don't know if the plan is to go after funding for it from everybody, but like I think Archway also maybe used Dowdow um, or have it, obviously, because contracts are open source. So I think it's about getting funding um, from other chains. Look, I understand this very well, but so we're talking about the future of Juno and this project and Dowdow and the idea of decentralized autonomous organizations is a huge output of Juno, right? So if this goes open source, and all these chains can use it, then what is the role of DowDow on Juno? What's the role of DowDow's zone? Is it just a, a single instance of this idea and everyone can use the idea? And so you're saving on hosting and like and like costs associated with that? Cross-chain or, DAOs, I guess. So, but but that, if that exists today, right? We, we create an osmosis address and that will go to other types of yep. chains, right? So if I'm open sourcing it, and I'm and, and we're getting grants to pay developers. I'm not saying that's a bad idea. I'm just saying I'm just asking a real question. Like, so I understand the need to pay people and to be able to to, be able to survive. I, I clearly understand that. So is this a is this a um, a hey we'd like to have it work a different way, but we can't because the market is shit, and so therefore we need cash, so that we're going to open source it to be able to yada yada. Or is this a is this a strategic type structure to be able to do this? Because I, I don't understand it. Like if if DowDow can't be used, like this website and what we're doing here today with this, with this, our inability to figure this out to pay bills, but if this can't be used across the Cosmo ecosystem or across IBC, right? And if it's just op- open source and anybody can use it, then what's the point of this? I honestly don't know. Like, do you guys know the answer to that? What's the point of which? Of DowDow. Like, if it's just, if it's just a, if it's a frame, is it a framework or is it a solution? Because if it's a framework that anyone can use and then we can be able to bring it to their own chain, then okay, that's a framework. Then they, then that team gets paid based on other teams using it as a framework. And there's no yeah, structure. I mean, it, it's just the same. I guess it's the same funding. If you open source the front end, then the funding model becomes fundamentally the same as every piece of Web2 open source software where you are begging people for money. It, then it's a framework, right? Like I, I'm building a framework that I'm I'm, I'm asking yeah. for people who use the framework to be able to contribute back to the framework, yeah. right? Yeah. So if it's a framework, 
then Juno's future as a home of Dao Dao makes no sense, right? Because then it's not a solution. It's not a solution that all these chains are using, right? This is a, like Dao Dao is a solution. Like the solution exists on this chain that like, like we're using right now, right? Like, like we're using Juno. We have to have Juno be able to do this. But so, but if it's a framework that anybody can use, then what's the, what's the, what's the value of Dao Dao itself? Like as a site that's hosted on Juno. And then what is the value of Juno associated with that? Well, I think the reality is, as soon as it, it the front end is open source, the the idea that there's any direct tie to Juno is factually incorrect. Right. So, well, that, well, but but we talked about before, like a while ago, was that the future of Juno was was Dow Dow, right? Like like that was one, that was one of the core one tenets to say that we want to make sure that like the idea of decentralized governance is extremely important. This is the best tool set that's out there, which we all agree, right? It exists. And so this was like the the one of the huge carrots that that we could use from a Juno perspective to say, hey, across IBC and as IBC grows across other ecosystems and all this type of stuff, that Dada is a home for that. But if that's all open source and like it can just give it away and then we're getting grants for it, then yeah. then then basically we're we're trading the project for the chain. So the project receives revenue. So say that, not down, I'm just trying to figure it out. So the project receives revenue for that because they've done the work, but the chain basically loses value because anybody can use it, right? Or no? Yeah. So I think there's two things there. Like one is obviously Juno's entire model was protocols come here, protocols eventually move on, right? And then yep. the chain has more, more protocols. However, yes. Juno has singularly failed to attract protocols to it. Yes. Like that's been a complete failure. Let's be honest. Like viable protocols. It's been challenging. Yes. Almost none. So, but things that do exist in the future. So there there are some things obviously for Dow Dow that are going to happen on Juno. A lot of the stuff that's in Juno Evo is still planned, which is essentially, you know, all the stuff around uh, hooks, governance, moving to Dow Dow, all that stuff, which is like first in the Cosmos ecosystem. Mm-hmm. The issue I think you would have, which is the question of like what benefit, like, so it means that Juno has like governance that is better than anyone else, anywhere else in the ecosystem. But if Juno is losing its fundamental value proposition, then why do people want to participate in governance for something that becomes valueless? It is, it is like, I think it is a little bit of a, te- there is a lot of attention there. And the, mm-hmm. the other problem you have, I think is that the implementation of it, um, you know, Juno is fundamentally open source, right? So all of the hooks and all the stuff that has been, that will be built for Juno, mm-hmm. um, you know, can just be lifted and shifted to another chain that already has Dowdow, and then they have the same tech as Juno again. So, you know, look, look with my big brain hat on, and uh, you know, stepping away for a minute from somebody who's been involved in Juno since way before Genesis, um, has mm-hmm. a lot of skin in the game. But taking take a step back from all of that and say, like, okay, complete bystander view, is that a good outcome? And I actually, spicy take, would say it is a good outcome to have Dowdow open source, potentially even the UI, and have all the work for Juno Evo done open source. That is really good for Dow tooling. It's really good for the Cosmos. Um, and it's really, really good for Dowdow with a caveat. So the best thing for Dowdow would actually be to work out you know, a full product model and become self-sustaining. Right, use tokenomics to their advantage, become fully self-sustaining. Yeah, 
we're, we're in an ecosystem we're, we're in a world where we can build economic incentive systems right that's the novel thing about crypto do that rather than going after grant money or whatever and i know there's a bunch of stuff that doubt are doing around token swaps and all this other stuff there's there's a bunch of different avenues for funding that are possible i'm not like just shitting on them because i know they are doing a bunch of different things so yeah with, with that caveat like but for but for dow dow like if they, they if they're not going to do the product thing then this makes sense for them is that uh, is the is the right decision to go and look for the grant funding to do the open source thing so i think yeah. there's two interesting things there like this may well be the right decision for dow dow is almost certainly like with a kind of squinty way the best thing for the cosmos ecosystem and it's almost definitely the best thing for dow tooling right just to get yes. good DAO tooling out there and let anybody use it however is it bad for juno yes right right uh, is, uh, that is, was my point right left holding the bag who's left because you know bag holders correct they oh. they they're left holding the bag of a we've there's a great loss of revenue or there's a great loss of value to be able to create a product that will benefit others and the team but not necessarily the people who created the opportunity so that's not entirely true because what's good for Dow Dow is actually still good for Juno in that Juno has a lot of Dow token in the treasury. So if they can actually, um, yeah, but they're moving to a funding model that is potentially orthogonal to the Dow token. So what I was going to say is if they if they can make the Dow token successful, then yeah. that is a success for Juno in itself. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, it's a multi-pronged problem. Well, there's also an argument, like to to add to your point, Noel, about the success of the token. Even if the token isn't a success, actually, the success of the protocol and moving on is a project success, like in terms yeah. of adoption for Juno. And you could say, well, look, this project was incubated, developed with grant money, has moved on from Juno, has become bigger, is now core to the interchain, is used across the interchain, is used on this chain, that chain, and the other chain. You know. Because it, it you know, interchain DAOs, right? Mm-hmm. And and projects looking to find a chain where they can get that funding and then move on or whatever will go. Okay, cool. I can I can use Juno, and maybe one of those other projects will have uh, a better mechanism for um, returning value to Juno stakers. However, you are then in a weird situation where essentially, like the the core chain infrastructure, right? So the Juno. Um, security of the chain which is from juno stakers they are relying on the charity of the projects on the chain to see a return themselves of value now that has always been the case actually when you kind of think about it it's always the case that without protocols the token is worthless and so they've always been in that position but they just this just i guess makes that very explicit and it's maybe a uncomfortable situation to be in potentially i don't know i i think it's a complicated question really this too ha- so too complicated for the show i think that no matter what dowdow do with open sourcing etc i think that like the latest and the greatest features will probably always ship on juno first and i think there's a good opportunity um even if it is open sourced for other projects to contract dowdow team to have outposts like native outposts on their own chains of dowdow which I think would like help it proliferate in the ecosystem as well. But I mean, they just have to be a little bit smart about how they do that and what they actually 
you know, you can open source it, but you don't have to open source like all of the branches, right? And you can have like a development right. branch which has better features and just not have that open sourced and only have like an LTS or something that's open sourced. Um, but, you know, the, the, I, I think the way it stands at the moment, they're never going to get a foothold in anything just by being on Juno because, yeah. I mean, as that's much as point. I still like Juno, Juno's just slandered the fuck out of all over the place. Yeah. And you have to be present elsewhere if um, if you want to get the brand out there and, and be recognized. But at the same time, you can still help Juno get a leg up by keeping your your core features or your your you know the next features um, always release on Juno first and have like the main base of Dowdow still on Juno, but abstract everything else away anyway yeah. so that our purse yeah. works seamlessly so i think i guess totally i guess my point. fundamental question is maybe more about juno than it is about dowdow in some ways which is that you know if the if there aren't more protocols on juno back in the first place like juno doesn't need a lot of the advanced governance features and people people's DAOs. let's be real if if and when dow dowdow goes fully just super into chain right a lot of that work that heavy lifting is going to be on other chains and a lot of the transactions are going to be in either natives on other chains or they're going to be in usdc or something similar right so it is that thing of like although technically it will live on juno that doesn't matter but you know i guess that's the interchain mesh security type world right moving forward the chains themselves are going to matter a little bit less but it i guess it strikes more to the heart of like what is the usp of juno right Juno could never be successful with just Dowdow on its own anyway. The only path to success for Juno is to make a friendly, full-featured development environment for teams to want to build here. And the whole incentivized environment, I think, is bullshit. And you're never going to get, like, quality projects by having incentivization to come and build on your chain I think like people have to want to build it and you have to provide an environment that makes people want to build it. Um, And if you can attract people that way, you might be successful, but you have to have like a very friendly environment uh, with all of the resources that you need um, as well as like all of the latest features and always be on top of those features. Um, Everything that's the latest in the ecosystem, you have to support. and if you can have that and then for some stroke of luck, teams want to come and build here, then it could potentially be successful. Otherwise, it's probably fucked anyway. Yeah. No matter what Dowdow does, it's fucking, Dowdow's good and all, but it's never going to be the sole road to success of Juno. But, but I don't I don't want to shit on this conversation, but um, I can't find a way to uh, send Nulls $825 out via proposal. You do a new proposal and send? All I can see is the Juno side. I can't see the Osmosis side. Don't you just tick the box? So you go to like um, actions and then you tick the radio button for Osmosis and it should give you the... I see proposal. I see spend. I can see the Juno and USDC associated to Juno. I'm trying to figure out how to get to being able to send an action from the Osmosis chain. Maybe. I'm hoping I'm hoping that eight twenty five is locked up forever. Is really kind of what I'm I'm thinking about. But <laughs> so <laughs> before before I said eight twenty five, I just want to make sure. So like a final a final that's the final <laughs> final cheery question. Like um, yeah, so I think we've covered like you know 
you know wait and see on 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 the Dowd Juno thing but um mm-hmm. how so because obviously we're primarily engaged in the cosmos ecosystem although all of us do uh, all of our companies are like are active in other ecosystems mm-hmm. like how you know in the context of where we are currently we're still deep in the bear it's not getting better anytime soon like i put this in the in the uh in the spreadsheet as a discussion point as are any of us gmi um but i think like it's actually partly it's putting on this t-shirt that made me think about it. like the amount of work a team like artifact do on marketing promotions outreach to new protocols research and new protocols like it's a, it, it's a multi-person just on the research and marketing and, and hand pressing and conferences and whatever it's a really big coordinated effort to stay on top of it's work every yeah. yeah it's a huge amount of of work to do that sort of stuff and i guess i have like i have this niggling feeling at the moment with like how sus- we've ended up in these ecosystems that we have as much by luck because of, uh, as by judgment and i think that's probably true of a lot of devs a lot of even like investors whatever like how repeatable is what we do as a business? Like I'm thinking about this purely in a business strategy perspective. We've just done our tax return for the end of the year. Boom, tax tax mention again, drink. Um, and, you know, we're getting these questions like, oh, what's your forecast for next year? What are your business initiatives? What are your plans? You know, from the finance guys. And you go like, well, any of the stuff we've done in the last three years as a business, I don't know how you could pull off again, even if we put in the work that Artifact do. Even they don't always manage to find repeatable of course success not. in the space. Yeah, no. You kiss a thousand frogs, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, we talked about it before. Like you have to kiss yeah. a lot of frogs to actually like to build something and turn into a prince. Like you you really do. Like and and you're right, like half of it is half of it is hard work and being in the right place at the right time. There's two different things. One is who you know, I think it makes a big difference, right? And, and your reputation you up to <clears throat> who you up to, like and your reputation reputation makes I think makes a big difference within that. And your ability to execute makes a big difference on that. Um, and then there's just a huge piece of luck. And there's a there's a huge piece of luck in every part of business, right? Like I don't and the, the, that's not related to crypto. But I think within within crypto, either you're placing bets on everything, which I think is probably the wrong. I think in long term, I think that's the wrong strategy. Um, or you are lucky enough to find and get into the right groove of um, either projects or owners that have the right that that basically change the percentage of of success versus failure, right? Um, and like I, I like we like we put a lot of money into projects, um, but we invest in teams, not outcome. Like we don't invest in projects; we invest in teams. Like we look at who's involved in that, what their history is. Um, do they have an like like their history, not in, in Web three business, but just like to, their ability to be able to run and execute on engagements and and be able to uh, to be able to deliver something, and um, and if they have success success in that in the past, or if they have history of that in the past, that kind of you, you then you use that as a way to determine whether there's something in the future. Um, but um, but it's but it's it's still like, but even with even if you had like a, a great visibility to all of that, and you had a good understanding of those teams, you had the right introductions, the percentage of success is still is still like it's still a crapshoot. Right, because you don't really well, know what's going to what's going to make it and what's not what's not going to make. I suppose it's just like you look at the traditional like uh, you know, model of of like what what we might do as small tech companies, right? And you could look at oh, we're going to pitch for eight projects. Like do, going back to like pure project work, like engineering work, infrastructure work. I like, want to pitch eight projects, ten projects to clients, and you can kind of come up with 
okay, well, we'll get two of them. We'll get one to two of them. It'll bring in this amount. It'll be at this PNL. There's some element of predictability, even though it's not de-risked, right? Mm-hmm. And I get this is the this is the argument for doing infra, I suppose, rather than just pure validation, right? Is it's closer to that sort of model, but it's the it's the all or nothing nature of the winners or losers, I think, which is the interesting part of this because it's just it adds that extra variable that takes it from normal business to being something completely unknowable. Mm-hmm.